welcome to another episode of Notes and Notables with your host, Trenton Petrie. Let's get ready to dive into another day's worth of educational topics. So come on in, take a seat, school is in session. Five, four, three, two, one, zero. Hey, hey everybody, happy Saturday. This is Notes and Notables host, Trenton Petrie, and I am headed home from Team EA in San Antonio. So for those of you who don't know, Team EA stands for the Texas Music Educators Association. And it is one of, if not arguably, the largest state music conference in our country. Um, During this convention in San Antonio, it's held in San Antonio every year, There are hundreds and hundreds of exhibitors that come from all over the country and some even from other countries. Um, The clarinet company that I bought my newest clarinet from, Patricola, is usually here every February and they're from a little, about an hour outside of Milan, Italy. So there's a whole bunch of exhibitors ranging from all sorts of different instrument companies um, marching band uniforms, color guard stuff, a uh, ton of fundraising opportunity, people and companies, just about anything <clears throat> that a music director could need, would need, maybe not need. And, uh, and on all of the instrument displays, you know, you, if you have your mouthpiece, you can just go around and play on all of them. And which is kind of cool. Um, because you can you can um, try out all these different types of flutes and try out different types of you know whatever you play. If you want to go around and play on a bunch of um, tubas, you can or baritones. You know they have all sorts of percussion equipment. So it's it's really really a, a good way to experience other brands and and uh, different types. Of, of whatever instrument that you play. Um, as well as all of that, they have hundreds of clinics put on by various uh, music educators, ranging from other high school or middle school educators to even collegiate educators and professors. All of these clinics are geared towards helping people become better at their craft, whether it's elementary music, junior high music, high school music. Um, I mean, they've got a ton. I mean, just about every year they have at least one, one, at least one on just about every topic you can think of, you know, uh, whether it's um, how to start beginner band or something to do with middle school choir or elementary music or how to make your non-varsity band at the middle school level better. Know, anything like that. It could be super specific or not. Um, and so they've got a ton of that. Um, and then on top of all of that, they also have uh, the all state groups. And if you don't know, the every year for high school band, choir, and orchestra, they go through a process leading up to the all state audition. And those who make it and become an all state musician. They get to show up to San Antonio on Wednesday, Wednesday through Saturday, 
and uh, they get placed in an ensemble. They have a little tryout, audition, place them in an ensemble. And, um, and then they work on their music for, starting on Wednesday night, and, you know, at least for like band and orchestra, because that's what I'm familiar with, in sectionals. And then all day Thursday and Friday, they are um, in, in, uh, in rehearsal. And yeah, they have some time off so that way they can go peruse the exhibits and, and uh, you know, test out instruments and whatnot. But uh, for the most part, they're in rehearsal trying to make um, all the music ready to go because they only have basically uh, Thursday and Friday and Wednesday night. And then they have a morning block rehearsal today. And all of the, all of the, um, all the performances are today. So all the all state choirs, jazz bands, percussion ensembles, full uh, concert bands, and all the orchestras, both uh, symphony type orchestras and string orchestras, they're all today. There's bang, 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 bang down the row. Uh, and so parents, I mean, parents come to the, this, obviously. Um, it's a huge ordeal. I think this year uh, there was about 25 to 30,000 music educators that were at TMEA. Uh, <clears throat> our summer ones and the summer in July are nowhere near as attended um, due to the fact that it's at the end of the summer. People may either be on vacation or they've gone on vacation and so they don't want to leave again. Or if you're a high school band director, they have, you know, summer band camp starting. And so uh, they don't want to give up those days, which is understandable. So TMEA is this conglomerate of information um, and exhibitors. You can meet a whole lot of people, network. They've got a college night one night. And, and all these colleges from across the country have booths there. And you can talk to them about, you know, going to school there. Not necessarily for music. Uh, <clears throat> but obviously, since this is a music conference, uh, that is what they're gearing their, their booth towards. But if you had questions about, like, could you join the marching band or a concert band without being a music major, which the short answer for that is yes, uh, I can just tell you that, uh, they would tell you the same thing. Yes, you can be in concert band or the marching band or both uh, without being a music major. Uh, you know, when I was at Texas, we had about 380 kids in the band and only about 30 to 50 of us were music majors. The rest of them were all whatever they wanted to be. That was not music. So uh, you don't have to be, uh, you do not have to be a music major in college to be in marching band or to be in a concert band. You just have to, you know, for concert band, just audition so that way they know where to place you. But you just take it like any other class. It's just, you get to continue playing your instrument. So my review of TMEA uh, this year was, was good. Um, <clears throat> I went to one clinic that I was kind of upset, I guess. Not upset, but just kind of disappointed in. Because the title of it was, was about building a beginner band and like you know, making beginner band as a whole better and whatnot. And me being a middle school band director, that was right up my, my alley. So. I went to it and uh, <clears throat> got up and went to it and every, on Thursday morning and the uh, first like 15 minutes of it, it was great, good information, good, you know, good thought provoking, you know, talk and conversation. And then it went into a 45 minute product placement for a book. And 
what what made me kind of disappointed or upset or whatever it was in the description on the TMEA's app, it did not tell you that that was going to happen. And that's one thing that I wish that they would clean up a little bit when they're doing their descriptions is <clears throat> if it's going to be a product placement, fine, but make sure people know about that. And I get it. You don't really want to because then no one's, you know, not as many people are going to show up. But I guarantee you I wasn't the only one in there going, wait a second, this is not what, this is not what um, I thought it was going to be. So, uh, but it was okay, you know, and then um, I went to the Baylor concert, the Baylor Wind Ensemble concert on Thursday, which if you've never heard Baylor's Wind Ensemble with Dr. Eric Wilson, uh, you are missing out. They, um, they can play. And when I say they can play, they can play. Uh, they were phenomenal. Phenomenal band. Very, very good musician, musicianship. Uh, <clears throat> and it was, it was really good. They played, uh, they played Lincolnshire Posey by Percy Granger, which is my favorite and number one band piece. Uh, I love that piece. I've played it multiple times. I've conducted it a couple times. Um, and, uh, and then they played Melody Shop, A King March, uh, which they featured their two euphoniums, uh, which if, if, they, if they went any faster, I am convinced that those euphoniums' fingers uh, would have just burst into flames. Uh, on that, on their baritone, they they kind of they came out front, stood in front of the ensemble when it was time for their, um, you know, their little part where they just notes just fly off the page at a very high level. And uh, <clears throat> so that was good. And then they ended with the, I believe it was the third movement of the Maslenka, uh, one of Maslen David Maslenka's symphonies, and which, you know, towards the end. Uh, it was just basic, it was, it was a wall of sound that was so in tune that it sounded like it was an organ that was playing and not a band, which, uh, I was, I was just like, this, it's this wall of these kids, these, these adults, these students are playing and it's, and it's that in tune. Like Mr. Mr. Happy Face, uh, on Tonal Energy would be, uh, emitting smaller happy faces on uh, on the on the tuner uh, as a full band and i mean but i was just kind of shocked that they were that in tune and it and it just like it just morphed into like an organ-esque type sound especially like the low voices the low woodwinds because they i mean they they had alto clarinet bass clarinet contrabass clarinet contra bassoon uh english horn you know bass you know they had all of those bass woodwinds on top of all their low brass so uh it just made it sound real organesque, uh, which was really great. Uh, you know, I have this running joke with one of my friends who's a band director uh, north of Houston that when things get really loud, you know, it's uh, it's level, oh my God. You know, level one is like super quiet. Level five is like marching band to the top of the stadium. And then level, oh my God, is like face melting. And uh, those few last chords that Baylor played uh, that were perfectly in tune don't get me wrong it's not like i'm saying they were playing with bad sounds at all because they won't they weren't they know how to play uh it was like level oh my god in the best way uh, and it just it's one of those like they play it and like you can't help but smile 
because it's like a like this is what's happening in front of you but also b um like it can be that in tune and it, and you can actually make it that in tune you just have to make your students do it you know and that takes work uh i i am sure that those kids uh, have worked on making sure that they play exceptionally in tune, uh, which is important, obviously, for any music thing to happen. You need to be able to play in tune. Um, and then that night, Thursday night, I went to the Dallas Winds concert uh, that's conducted by Jerry Junkin. And uh, <clears throat> it was also um, John Williams, the composer, uh, his 92nd birthday. So they opened with Flight from Neverland from the movie Hook, which was great. Uh, then they played, uh, as, as Professor Junkin said, what, what uh, concert on John Williams' birthday would be complete without something from Star Wars. So they played Leia's theme. Um, and then uh, they played a piece called, after that, called triathlon for saxophone and like wind ensemble or something um i did not like that piece i did not care for it uh <clears throat> that was a little bit too modern for my taste but it is what it is like everybody has their own taste everybody likes certain things and doesn't like certain things and that's okay uh, but i just i i didn't like as as me and my my friend call it you know, it, it, it's, it's, it sounds like R2-D2. Beep, boop, beep, boop, boop, boop. And, uh, you know, and yeah, it, was it played very well? Of course. Did it sound good? Like, yeah, I mean, the, the, I mean it's not like they were playing bad. It, it, it was just like, I don't know. I, I just didn't like, I just, did, I just didn't care for it. Um, <clears throat> and then uh, the, the, they were playing also, that was what they guessed soloist on saxophone. Um, and then they played uh, two pieces with another guest group called uh, the uh, Boston Brass. Not the Boston Brass, just Boston Brass. And um, it's, a, it's, a, it's a quintet, tr French horn player, two guys that played trumpet or variations of trumpet, uh, a trombone player and a tuba player. And uh, they played two pieces and um, that went really well. They're, they were super good. Um, tuba player was out, out of sight. Uh, and, uh, and then they got ready to, they were going to get ready to play the last piece, which, um, was, they were going to end with eat with John Williams ET, basically the move, the part of the scenes from the very end of the movie going into the, the, the end credits. And we're sitting there and, uh, Professor Junkin is about to, um, say some words, uh, before the last piece. And all of a sudden the, uh, the lights come on, the screen goes, the screens go down um, <clears throat> with the little like TMA logo they had on there. And the fire curtain starts coming down in the middle of the stage and, uh, and it's not stopping. And so we're like, oh no, oh no. And uh, some, uh, a, a worker, a stage worker comes on, uh, comes on the, uh, whatchamacallit, the stage and starts trying to move chairs and stands back. And some of the musicians are doing that too. And, uh, uh, we were someone. Somebody yelled out, "Protect the harp!" Because the harp was like right there, and luckily, uh, it fell uh, like about a foot behind the harp, and so the, the harp was okay. Because uh, it's not a very easy instrument to move quickly, um, and it was like down like that for like 20 minutes, and they had to like reboot the system. And so, uh, Professor Junkin 
just went ahead and did his spiel. And uh, it was funny because the only people on stage were the were the uh, front row of woodwinds and like the t string bass players. And so he made a made a cracked a joke and he turned around and goes, y'all got like the Mendelssohn octet in there or something that we could just play? Because I mean, it was basically a chamber group that was on stage. And uh, that got a, a nice laugh from the audience. But, uh, and then they, and then finally it, it went up and they played E.T. And it was, I got goosebumps because I mean, like they were playing and I have the scenes in my head rolling, uh, rolling the scenes in my head that match up to the music. And, it, and it's like, you, you just, you can't listen to John Williams's music and not picture the movies that they go with and not picture those scenes. And, you know, especially if it's movies that you've seen hundreds of times and, you know, out, you know, in your life, like I have with E.T. or Star Wars or, you know, I, I can't listen to that music and, and not play those those appropriate scenes in my in my mind. Um, but overall, it was a good, good clinic clinic uh, and convention um, got to see some some people that I haven't seen in quite some time and talk to them and catch up and about what they're doing in their lives uh, but I do <clears throat> I do recommend you know every every musician and band director should go to TMEA and and for for us in the state of Texas that's a given like we'll do that but it's really for those who ever listen to this podcast uh, and that don't live in Texas. Um, we, I, I, I firmly believe that what we do in Texas for music education, not just band, music education, um, I believe arguably, in my opinion, is the best in the country. Um, Top-down, choir, orchestra, band, elementary music, collegiate music, it doesn't matter. Music education as a whole I think is, in my opinion, is the best in the state of Texas. And, um, you know, and I know that there are high schools that have, um, like clubs or groups about like future, um, music educators association or whatever. Uh, if, if you're, if I, I, I think that kids, those, those should start to grow and get more kids in them so they can start coming to either TMEA or our, our summer conferences. Um, but I, I do think that everyone who is associated with music education should attend Team EA at least once. You know, you may like it and you want to go back and again and again. I mean, I do. Uh, <clears throat> you know, I also think that administrators should go to Team EA um, and, and kind of work with their fine arts staff about what clinics that they should go to and speakers that they need to listen to and concerts they need to go hear. Uh, because, you know, unless a administrator was a music teacher, they may not have, I don't want to really say the appreciation, but they may, they may not have the, the knowledge of, of what we really do on a daily basis and how important it is to so many people. You know, I was talking to somebody <clears throat> at, a, at one of, a waiter at one of our restaurants, and they said that, they believe that the TMEA conference has the most people that than any other conference that San Antonio hosts in in a year in the given year. So, um, you know, which, I mean, like I said earlier, it's like twenty-five thousand to thirty thousand music educators. That's a lot of teachers. That's a ton of teachers. Um, you know, and and there is such good knowledge and and 
you know, trying to further music education and, and all sorts of stuff. And I really believe that, you know, if an administrator, a principal, uh, assistant principal, if they, you know, superintendents, whatever, it doesn't matter, if they would come to Team EA with a schedule of events on what, what they are going to get the most out of, and again, they can talk with their fine arts staff, I really do think that they would start to go, oh, wow, there's, there's a lot more to this than what I see on just the concerts. You know, there's a lot more people that really care about this than I, than I thought, you know, than just, you know, the, I mean, the amount of parents that are there walking around and, you know, and family members that are trying stuff out. You know, maybe there's a sibling that's in the Allstate group and the younger siblings in beginner band or, you know, in junior high choir or whatever, and they're over there and they're trying stuff out, and you know, or whatever, you know, and so it's, it's, it's getting more kids invested in, in music um, and the art that, that, that is music and music education. So um, anyways, I'm on my way home. I am somewhere, I'm almost to Schulenburg. So I'm in my truck. Um, but uh, all in all, Team EA, like I said, I, I normally have a great time. Um, get to see people that I haven't seen. And, and um, that's one of my favorite, my, one of my favorite things is being able to, being able to talk to uh, my friends that I don't see very often and get to share with them what I'm doing, you know, and how we're doing and how, and I get to hear how they're doing. Um, but I also get to ask them about like, Hey, how do you go about this topic? You know, whether it's, how do you teach this articulation or, or that this, or, or, you know, this style or whatever, how do you set up your beginner band during the third grading period or whatever, you know? And, uh, and so to kind of talk shop as they, as we call it. And, and I think that that's a cool and a, and, and a very good resource for everybody so once you network and you have friends then you can sit down with them and uh and talk to them because sometimes and i've told people this before i get a lot out of that than i do the clinics sometimes because you know the clinics you can go in a room and there's you know 100 people 150 sometimes more if you're in one of the hemisphere ballrooms it could be 500 people you know and uh <clears throat> and it's so you're not going to get that that one-on-one uh, -on -one or whatever that you can with like, you know, your your friend who's a band director in Dallas and you teach in Houston and they do something, they do it differently than you and you want to find out how they do that and what they do and how they get it started. Um, so that's just, you know, I, I, I like that aspect of it, That's but that's just me. Um, anyways, okay, so that was uh, my Team EA and um, check out my latest episode with my good friend Drew Reynolds. Uh, our second episode, it's a little shorter than the first one, but to be honest with you, I had a region meeting to go to at, uh, at right after that, and so I had a guy kind of cut it a little short. It's okay. He didn't care. Uh, but uh, we've got two episodes so far. Uh, Miss Kelly Scott, who is our dyslexia teacher at my school, and then, obviously, uh, Drew, who uh, is the executive director at the Fort Worth Youth Symphony. So check those out, and um, tell your friend, tell your friends, people you know, to, to listen to the podcast as we get more and more episodes and more and more educators um, of any kind. 
um, on the show. All right. Well, we'll talk to you later. See you. This has been another episode of Notes and Notables with your host, Triton Petrie. Join us next time as we dive into another set of educational topics with a brand new guest. But until then, school's out.